five, four, three, two, one. I'm John McGlosh for the WDMA. We're going to be putting a new meetup together probably about two weeks from today, probably uh, maybe Thursday. Uh, no, probably Tuesday, week and a half. That's about the optimal time. You guys don't plan that far ahead anyway, and it's just something you can do at the end of the day. So I'll get that up there, and we'll make a little window to put right there, and I'll get that started. Uh, if you're not a member of the WDMA, if you haven't joined, there's a paid membership, which is, uh, I don't know, $200 a year or something like that, 20 bucks a month, not a lot, <clears throat> or a corporate membership, when you can, that way you can add a bunch of people, tell them that they're all invited. Um, there's also a subscriber level, which is free. And also, um, there's our, our LinkedIn group, WDMA.org. I'll put that in the, in the, in the show notes below, uh, after I finish the show on LinkedIn. And, um, so there's a lot of options. And if you're not in any of those, then I can't guarantee you'll get invited except for hearing me talk about it. Right. So, uh, we don't send out, really, we don't send out any email. I don't believe in email. Have you gotten that yet? <laughs> I don't really. Uh, we do a, an email and it, you know, it picks up the people who have actually gone and subscribed. But besides that, uh, it goes out on the, uh, on the LinkedIn messaging and that's about it. That's about as much as we do. We get more people than we can handle because this is the only place to have a good, time and talk about direct mail so off we go this is a doritos dinamita is a is a spicier version of doritos i guess it's still from frito-lay and they're reintroducing a bunch of flavors and this is a this is one of their cameo star appearances people i don't know who it is <laughs> that's the way it is for me for most of the super bowl cameos i just don't get them at all and um, I just read a lengthy article about how that uh, how the how the David Beckham and his wife Victoria or Veronica she she makes a bunch of mistakes and how that got started. Apparently, she claimed that she had grown up as a working class girl, and that generated all kinds of memes. But anyway, we'll just let this one run. There's another guy in here who's uh, from Top Gun, one of the stars in Top Gun. And uh, But the real stars are the abuelas who chase down the packages of Doritos, and it's fun, so we'll let, you, let it go. This is going to show in the third quarter. Oh, I forgot something. One second. Okay, here they go. They're reaching yeah. for the oh, <laughs> That's cool. uh, jalapeno. Dina. And that's the guy from Top Gun. Vamos. I think it's Goose's son. Now they run into him with their little with their little motor scooters. And he's got an old Honda or something. And now the Dinamitas come up. And they're fighting him. Oh, but there's a baby. Ah, he's got... These chips will be crumbled by now. Here they come. Oh, it's dynamite. It's not dynamite. It's not dynamite. It's dinamita. Dinamita. Abuelas, I've been looking everywhere for you. Oh. Dinamita. Go ahead. Dinamita. Go ahead, try us. <laughs> Just silly. 
Sorry to voice that on you. It's going to be the third quarter, so it's probably not going to be seen by most people. And that's the way it goes. Okay, so the grandmas sparked Doritos Dinamitas Super Bowl ad. And uh, Jenna Ortega is the young woman. And Danny Ramirez, Top Gun Maverick, um, one of the stars of that. Um, but it's the abuelas who put the spark in the action-heavy story. Okay, and uh, here tells the story which we just watched. And if you think I talk too long, just skip this part. You, you can skip. I put the I put the <laughs> I put the uh, the commercials in the beginning because one, for one thing it kind of gets me going. But the second thing is that uh, it it gives me some kind of visual image to start the show with. Otherwise, it would look like this, right? And it's not very exciting. <laughs> so I add that in. And so anyway, but we don't need to work on that too much longer. I've already gone too long. Um, X will soon allow users to publish feature articles. It's a, a feature that that sort of used to be there, but now it isn't. Um, and that's news from Ray Schultz, my old friend. And uh, media post Les Lucher says that uh, activists are still using Twitter X despite Musk misgivings. They don't like Musk. They're clear on that, but it's still where a lot of the action is. Um, they still call it Twitter. You know, I don't care. I, I can't quite ca catch on to X. X just isn't enough. <laughs> X files. X. Uh, you know, there's got to be another word with it. Exacto knife. Um, <laughs> Elena Levin says that uh, you you still need social media. It's a great place. Kendra Cheney says it's still a great place to reach the masses who exist outside the bubble of the movement. Twitter, for good or ill, is one of the few places where you can do that kind of rapid response and galvanize folks quickly. And that we will continue to use it as long as it's still running. Well, that's quite a testimony, right? Um, and she continued, it's a horrible place, but it's still so valuable, <laughs> which I think is funny. Right. There's, it's hard to beat some place that just is all over the world all the time. Okay. It's a good place to speak to the press and elected officials when it comes to donations. Twitter still blows things out of the water. Okay said uh, Elizabeth Strader. Okay, Ben Silverstein says uh, he's really unhappy about with X. Just post to X last, post to everywhere else first, and it's just a pain in the neck, so you can do that if you want. Even if I was never going to, uh, Levin said, even if I was never going to post on Twitter again, I can't imagine myself deleting the account. Don't delete your account because then somebody will impersonate you. Not likely in my case, but who could? <laughs> so anyway, this is from uh, this is from Matthew Parker, the sticky customer test, and it says here's a quick exercise you should carry out: pick your top ten customers, ask these three questions about each one of them. Why do they stay with you? Uh, you can't just say service quality or price because everyone offers service quality and price. You have to have a much better reason for them to remain. And I, I don't know. that. I wish Andrew, he writes these punch, I mean, uh, Matthew writes these punchy articles that I like.
but I wish you'd give a couple of examples because I, I have a hard time thinking of other reasons. <laughs> they like my smile. They like my podcast. We're next door to their their manufacturing plant. You know, those are probably, that's probably the number one is, you know, they're convenient. Uh, my brother-in-law is the, is the uh, marketing director. That's another good one. So I'll reach out to Matthew and say, give us some examples of what you would say about your top 10. You know, I think back over my clients, and uh, in some ways we offered something no one else did. In terms of the circulation modeling, I think we, we won a lot of tests when people would test us, but most of the time they didn't really want to know how it worked. They just wanted it to work. And when... Uh, Abacus and Wyland and others started offering it as just part of their service, basically free or built in in a way you couldn't find. That was kind of the end of it for us. As much as they loved us, they said, you know, we can't hide that. We can't hide your invoice from the CFO and he wonders what the heck we're doing. So we just put it into the list charges. Uh, it's a powerful argument, you know. No matter why they stay with you, how easy is it them for them to move? Well, um, in the case of printing, not very difficult because we all use PDFs and we use, you know, we use the same software to prepare the the the, uh, the creative. The lists are coming from somewhere else most of the time, or they ought to be, I think. Um, and uh, so it's very very easy to move, right? When did you last have a strategic discussion with them? And that's the part that I think is, I mean, the when is a pretty easy question, but just the fact to have it. But it's not easy, you know. Uh, I did work for uh, Quad way back, and I talked with the salesperson after after they met with the client. <clears throat> I had built a, uh, I had built a, a geodemographic analysis tool that was very very simple that the client was very impressed with. And the salesperson said she'd been calling on uh, Plow and Hearth, it happened to be, for seven years or something, five, five to seven years. And they'd never let her talk to anybody in marketing. They'd only let her talk to people in purchasing. This was the first time she'd even met those people. And so, you know, do you have a tool like that? Do you have something that can wow the marketing people? Can you put a little sizzle in that price, quality, and uh, delivery? Mm. And that that's an idea for for Matthew, okay? These questions should give you food for thought, but I would, and my rabbi used to say, uh, the question of a wise man is half the answer, but I'd like the other half. <laughs> okay, and this is, uh, I was gonna try and use David Foley for, um, <clears throat> I was gonna try and use David Foley for a, uh, for a feature today on mail, but <clears throat> I've been really impressed with this Insight magazine. This one has embossed apples on the front, and um, that's why I sent away for it. But it's very, very, it's very, very, uh, it's well done. It's big. It's got lots of pages. And I today I hit the jackpot on it to get there. Type CanadaPost.ca/insight, and you'll get right to it. It's really easy. There's I think a QR code. We can, let's try it. Let's see if this works. I doubt it will. We'll give you a QR code just to be part of the game. I'll hold that for a little bit. 
And if that works for you, good. I'll test it myself, but that, that's it. That's how it works. And that'll take you right there, but you can also key it in. CanadaPost.ca slash insight. Uh, and I, th I think it might be on this somewhere. I don't, I guess, yeah, right there. Right there. There we go. There we go. Okay, so it's at the bottom of the article. If you go to W, oops, I didn't, I was, I forgot to put it back to this. Down here, Canada Post dot or slash insight that ca that slash insight. There is a treasure trove of, there's a treasure trove of case studies. I have a new best place for case studies, and much of the time they're actually good. They actually have a control and something like that, or they give you a the amount of incremental lift. So anyway, here's the story. Um, I'm going to have to make it bigger, I think, just for myself. Um, it's it was called in their own words. That was the name of the of the. Uh, this is fascinating. This was the name of the of the promotion, um, or it's called Letters Home rather down here for Remembrance Day. It was part of a fundraiser for the Royal Canadian Legion, the Legion National Foundation, and Home Equity Bank. And these were letters home in some historical archive. And they were letters home from Canadian soldiers. Dear Mother, yeah, right there. Anyway, um, this is hard. There were letters home from soldiers. In many cases, the only the letters made it home. And so they sent replica letters from Canadian soldiers to their originally intended addresses. So they took the addresses on the envelope and sent replicas to the people who lived in those homes now. Can you imagine that? Getting one of these? This could be really shocking. My word. Something you can do with mail you couldn't really do any other way. Right? It's full of letters. And then they did outdoor advertising. We were all closer to history than we think. So that you'd look for it. And they did some out of home there too. <clears throat> This poignant reminder of, war, of wartime sacrifice, according to Bloomberg Media, used genuine letters sourced from the Canadian Letters and Images Project at Vancouver Island University. In total, letters were sent to addresses in 29 cities across the country. Adding further life to the words the Canadians in their neighborhood saw out-of-home advertising. <clears throat> Despite a limited media budget, the campaign generated two... 23.4 million impressions, along with a national TV ad, CBC Radio 1 aired an extended five-minute segment featuring the letters and social media content, and re that reached more than 80,000 people. The Letters Home effectively used a QR code to help drive more than $189,000 individual in individual donations. So... I don't think it's really a mass mailing, but it is a mailing. And the mailing 
very creative, was the centerpiece of a campaign, a powerful campaign from history. Well, that's enough for today. I'd love to hear your comments on that, if you have any other case studies like that. But I really want to recommend that Insight magazine. Uh, you can get it delivered online, but they also mail it to me, which is amazing because it's just fantastic and beautiful. And really, there aren't a lot of direct mail magazines anymore. And I commend Canada Post for that. Um, I think it's, I think it's much more powerful than some of the unforgettable mail stuff that I've forgotten even the name of <laughs> that we get from USPS. So take a page out of Insight Magazine. Have a great day. Like and share. We'll see you on the Super Bowl. We'll see what you think is your favorite commercial. And we'll see you in the webinar meetup space for WDMA in about a week and a half. Bye-bye.